Hey Fight Fans, welcome to episode 152 of the Fight Library. I am your host Blaine Henry and today we have another triple header. I hope you guys like the MMA triple header because we're doing a karate one this time. We are diving into three of Karate Combat's uh, stars, fighters, whatever you want to call them. I don't know if karate really has stars. Uh, they're really, you know, kind of a niche thing. But they're great athletes and they're fun to talk to nonetheless. And very well one day with the Olympics and stuff, they will be stars. Anyways, on today's episode, I am talking to three of Karate Combat veterans. First up, we are talking to the Irishman Craig Ryan. Craig came in on short notice. He didn't get the win, but he was still an interesting talk, and I really wanted to get to know him a little bit more. Um, I don't think I've ever had an Irish guy on the podcast before, so it's a first. Second up, we're repping Louisiana. You, knew, you guys know I am a big Louisiana guy, and we're talking to Josh Quayhagen. Uh, he's from my neck of the woods. He lives in Lake Charles, Louisiana, who was just pounded by a hurricane. Um, as I record this right now, we are currently in the midst of a hurricane just about. So, yeah, um, this one was really good. This is a fantastic talk, and we talked about that, uh, just martial arts in general, because he, he has competed in MMA. Last on the list, we, com we contemplate, contemplate, listen to me, I can't talk today. We talk with Jerome Brown, who won the main event despite being outweighed by 18 pounds. Jerome was very, very animated. He was not happy with his opponent, and he let us know it. So let's play some music, and we will dive right in. First up on our karate episode is Craig Ryan. As we mentioned earlier, the Irishman didn't get the win, but short notice, you know, he's he he, he likes to fight, and that's what he did. Um, you know, the gas tank he said was an issue, but it was a really a still a fun fight. Craig Ryan is a fun talk. We talked about mixed martial arts, which is a intention of his. And yeah, so I hope you all enjoy. I'm here with Craig Ryan, Karate Combat alumni. Craig is so kind to join us today. Um, the Irishman himself. Craig, thanks for joining me, man. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me. All good. So for fans who don't know you, brother, um, we kind of had a snag just a second ago. Almost didn't record this whole conversation. Uh, how did you first get involved with karate? What, uh, what, was, what was the genesis in the sport? Yeah, so um, I started when I was five. Uh, I used, to do, I used to do these uh, swimming lessons in Lisbon, from, that's where I'm from, and uh, my mom seen like a, a, like a karate advert up in the wall, uh, and I used to watch like a lot of like, Jackie Chan, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was into all like the cartoons and stuff, so she just brought me to it, and uh, straight away I clicked, and loved it, and been there, been there since, you know. How old were you? Five. Five years old, and you've uh, been doing, yeah. how old are you now? Uh, 23. 23. Jeez, so you're almost 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah. To think about, you've been doing something for almost 20 years. That's cr that's nuts. Yeah, no. Really long time. <laughs> so outside of karate, what do you like to do, man? Um, so, yeah, I play a lot, I, I do a lot of sports. Um, so I'm, I do a lot of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well. 
um, some parts of the MMA. Uh, I play golf. I started golf as well when I was really young. My dad was really into golf, got me into golf. So I still play it. I played it for, for again, t- near 20 years as well. So, yeah, you know. What belt were you in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Uh, blue. Blue belt. Blue belt uh, how yeah. long have you been doing it? A couple of years? Uh, I think sort of on and off for about four years. Um, I got my blue belt last year by John Cavanaugh. Yeah. So do you do you plan on transitioning into mixed martial arts one day or is it just kind of a yeah. hobby thing for you? Yeah. Just a, it's a long road with the you know, learning all the grappling and the, the wrestling. Yeah. But I, I really enjoy it, you know, it's it's something that obviously it's like starting all over again. Uh yeah. another rows as well in karate, but you know, when you're wrestling with a with a proper wrestler it's it's a different story, you know. It's not <laughs> him. <laughs> Do you look at these karate guys like Wonderboy and stuff who does well in like the UFC and be like, man, I can do that? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. I think even just all sort of the strikers that sort of that sort of learn like the grappling game, like Adesanya as well, uh, mainly a kickboxer and just basically worked his way up in the grappling. Yeah. Champion. You know, I think it definitely can be done, but it's just a, it's a long road, you know, and, and I'm learning. So. So let me ask you: this. What weight class do you fight at? Uh, seventy-five kilo. So seventy-five. So that's what one seventy. Uh, one sixty-five. I think. It is. Okay. Maybe. I'm not sure. Okay, point. so you and you and Conor McGregor are in a karate match. Who wins that? Uh, in karate, in point fighting, probably me. But, no, um, karate combat, bro. Come on. In karate combat, oh, that's the close. I I've seen him train like a wee bit. Of, sort of is he has a very similar karate style. So yeah. Um, I haven't actually. I've only met Connor once. Uh, haven't been able yeah. to train with. So I don't know. That would be. A, I would love to. I would love to try it. Like I'd love to spar him. Uh, but you know, his his, his striking is top level. You know. Yeah, of course. So you said you met Connor McGregor. What was that like? What was walk me through that? Yeah. So um, I met him a couple of years ago. So I was down uh training in SVG Dublin. Mm-hmm. And this is this was yeah. So this was before the Diaz. The first Diaz fight, um, right? Okay. So it was it was a while ago, uh, but yeah, r- real real nice guy came over to me. Um, well, my, my he was, he was sort of sitting at the reception basically, and um, just started just started sort of talking. Um, but yeah, r- real nice guy, real nothing bad to say about him. Like really good experience. Were you freaking out on the inside? Yeah, well, I wasn't expecting him just to just to be there, you know. Uh, just he was just sitting basically eating at the. At the at sort of the reception, but so yeah, it was a good, good experience to meet him. You know, he was really, you know, he obviously Connor's massive in in Ireland and yeah. all of as well. So, but yeah, un- unbelievable. Yeah. So I got a question. Go ahead. Your Irish accent is nowhere near as thick as his. Is he laying it on us? It's nowhere near as thick as his. As yours, yeah. His is like his is like super Irish. You're just kind of you. You can tell you're Irish, but it's not. It's not to yeah. the level here. It's different parts. He's from sort of um, down south. He's from Dublin. And oh. um, I'm from Northern Ireland up in sort of in Lisbon, just just south of Belfast. So, but all around the, the sort of country and island and island is all, the, the accents change every every couple of miles, you know, so. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like that in the United States, too. People tell me I have a country accent. I'm like, I don't see it. But then I hear some yeah. people with real, and it's like, oh, okay, I, I, I understand now. Yeah, yeah. So, so walk me through karate combat, man. How did you enjoy that experience? 
Yeah, I enjoyed so I enjoyed it really well. So how I got into the fight was I was over in Australia um, visiting my sister, um, and I had a friend basically already fighting Callum Robb, and he's also fighting this weekend. Yeah. Uh, broadcasted so. Um, he knew I was sort of looking for an opportunity, uh, and then when I was visiting my sister for a month on the last week, uh, basically got the got the call uh, that I want an opportunity at seventy five kilo. Uh, I hadn't really been I hadn't been training at all, but you know it's a big opportunity a big opportunity to fight in that karate combat. So I took it. Uh, the fight was on sort of two weeks notice basically, so I flew home. Uh, Basically, all the you know the uh, like blood tests and all done, you know all the health right. health requirements had like a real short short camp, maybe like five days, seven days, yeah. uh, just all sparring. Basically, you know, trying to get myself as sharp as I could, uh, and the cardio. Obviously, the cardio was always going to be an issue uh, when I hadn't trained in in a while. But uh, basically, had a short camp, flew out then on the whatever it was the Wednesday and fought on the on the Sunday. That's awesome. So did you, you get a chance to watch your fight back yet? I have I've watched it, yeah, a couple times twice. What did you think about the production and like the uh the the background and coming out the portals and stuff? That was awesome I think. Yeah, yeah. I think they've done a really good job. Obviously when you're when you're uh fighting you don't see any of that. But Looking back, it looks it's it, they're they're doing they're doing a cool thing. You know, it's it's very different to any other sort of organization, which I think is you know attracts the crowds, obviously. So I think it's I think it's a really good job that they've done. So are are you planning on fighting in karate combat again? Yeah. So obviously didn't get the win this time. Um, right. Not I wasn't very pleased with my performance to be honest, but I mean. I didn't expect myself to be great. Obviously, coming off of a holiday and and such short notice, I I knew um I wasn't going to be as sharp as I am. I knew I wasn't going to have the cardio, um and as you seen that, you know I, I think I had a strong first round, obviously. Yeah. And um, my cardio kicked in basically. It turned into like a, a walking punch bag basically, you know. But, um, <laughs> then it wasn't it looked terrible to be honest, but. Like that's how it goes, you know. Sometimes you need to take these opportunities when you get them. Uh, but so, obviously, they all knew. They knew the sort of circumstances that was coming in. Um, they were happy with my performance in the first round. You know, I think I got the. I think I got the the win in that round. I didn't see the judges' scorecard, but I think with the takedowns and the the leg kicks, I think I I pointed them in that first round. Uh, but yeah, I've been told that I'm definitely going to get another opportunity. Hopefully, in, hopefully in the next year. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I love yeah. really watching you fight. Even though you didn't get the win, I was just, that first round, I was like, oh, man, this this dude's fun. Yeah, yeah. See, like, I, I think that was sort of my strategy, basically. I knew I was going to struggle with the cardio. Um, so I just, you know, I just went, let's, let's go for it. You know, go, go all out in this first round and at least show my skills. You, you know, um, I think that, that was sort of what I was aiming to do, and I think I'd done that. Um, yeah. So what did you what do you think about fighting in a pit? That's got to be pretty cool, huh? Yeah, obviously for, first time. I think no one else ever really think does that apart from karate combat. Yeah, uh, yeah it was re- I really like it. Obviously, I've done a lot of training in sort of MMA within the cage, uh, but I think karate combat that sort of pit. Um, I think it allows a lot of like cool stuff. You know, you can like sort of jump off it. You can avoid into it. 
Uh, and you can see a lot of guys sort of using it now mm. in, in these fights, sort of, you know, jumping and kicking. Uh, I think it's cool. So when can we expect you to uh, take your first MMA fight? First MMA fight? Oof. Uh, I would say as well next year. I would say, yeah, end of next year. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. Craig, where can everybody... Wait, before I let you go, give me an ire. A what? Ire. Ah, uh, no. Ire? Like McGregor? No, I don't trust. <laughs> yeah, tune in my next fight, you might see it. Okay, I love it. I love it, man. Awesome. Hey, Craig, where can everybody find you on social media, dude? Yeah, so my Instagram is just Craig97Ryan. Okay. Uh, in the end, so you can catch me on there. Craig, I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the next Karate Combat, man. And I'll be listening for that ire during the fight, all right? <laughs> yeah, I will be. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you to Craig Ryan for coming on and speaking with us about his fight, even though it wasn't a win. Um, it was really fun to talk to him and. I look forward to him making the transition and doing more karate in the future. Up next, we're talking to Josh Quayhagen. Josh, coming off of a win, Louisiana guy, and I'm real big on these guys because I stand Louisiana. I mean, come on, bro. Baton Rouge, born and raised here. Let's do it. So we pitched something at the end. Uh, Owen, I know you're listening, and I would like for you to pay attention at the end. We give you a shout-out. So... Let's go ahead and dive on in. I'm here with Josh Quayhagen, karate combat veteran from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Everybody on this podcast knows I stand my Louisiana boy. And guess what? How I stand doing? Quayhagen. What's up, Josh? How are you doing, man? What's up, brother? Oh, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great, especially now that I get to talk to a Louisiana boy. Represent. Right on, man. Represent. <laughs> so Josh is coming off of a win over uh, Rita on karate combat. Uh, you know, he's a karate fighter. He, he's done um, MMA for Bellator and other regional promotions, too. Josh has been in the game for a long time. He's fought some guests that's been on the show, like Quentin Henry and uh, Thomas Webb. So he's been around. Yeah. He's done well everywhere, too. Uh, Josh, so for everybody who don't know you, um, give us a little bit of rundown about you, man. How did you first start fighting? What made you gravitate towards karate and, you know, the whole nine yards? So, man, uh, I'm a... Uh... I get life in in the karate system. Uh, my dad was a black belt. My, both my grandparents were black belts, um, so I kind of learned to walk in the dojo, so to speak. Um, so I got into karate at a young age, competed, in, 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 well, at least around locally is where I could, um, some open circuit karate tournaments um, all around. And so kind of grew up in that. So I always kind of had the, my roots in karate. And then I, around 13, fell in love with football. So I fell in love football played football here at McNeese actually that's what got me to Lake Charles um and so played college football um five years redshirted and played and then um after I got out of school and graduated I guess it's time to be a grown-up so I started doing some roofing and some you know some jobs like you're supposed to and I was just kind of itching like what what do I do I just this can't be just life for me so uh I actually signed up for a um it was called a slugfest event back in Hey, it was just so you think you're tough type thing, but it was an MMA setup. So I signed up um, before I'd ever trained any MMA. I was basically just a pure striker. It was pretty much a lot of my game. And as I evolved into MMA, I got into more of the grappling and jiu-jitsu side. But, man, I just kind of fell in love with how uh, martial arts, again, you know, karate, it, it didn't, well, here in America, karate doesn't have a, you know, a big avenue to, to, to do it professionally. It's not a big market. And so 
Um, like I said, I fell in love with kind of contact and finding a different way to hit people. And then when that got over, I was just kind of looking at um, what I do now. Found MMA, fell in love, actually opened up a gym uh, here in Lake Charles uh, about 10 years ago. Um, so right about the time I was going pro, um, it just kind of all came together. I feel like, uh, you know, something God put on my heart and, and I got to do and now I get to do what I love. And so I got out of MMA a few years back. I didn't have the time. The business was struggling a bit, and I didn't really have the time to do all the grappling and jiu-jitsu and, and training and the coaching and the business managing. So I got out of it, um, retired. I, I was hoping to get back into it, but I just had to focus on the business. And then along about six, eight months later, I get a call about full contact karate, which is man, just right up my alley. It's kind of exactly what I I'd still teach karate every day. still had a have a big fight team here in town, so I was still training hardcore, so man, it was just like, man, God answering prayers in a different way, giving me a sport that I could um, really kind of dive into and pour my, pour my heart into and still have the time to run the business, so that's kind of how I got there, and fell in love, fought at the first event, and, and has fought has fought four times since then on, on a bunch of the different shows, man, and I, I freaking love the, love the organization, I love the, uh, the rules, man, that for, for a striker like me, um, kind of a sprawling brawler in MMA, and this is just kind of right up the right up my alley, man. So, I mean, you played football like every good South Louisianian should. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what position did you play? I was a DB. I was a Ooh. strong safety and, a, and kind of free safety back and forth. Kind of played uh, all three of the safeties, kind of rotating. But uh, yeah, I like. I was a little bit bigger than I am now, so. I'm not too big compared to the rest of them, but, man, I like to hit. and I um, always love reading defenses, kind of the same thing I like to do about with fighting and martial arts, man, counterpunching, reading, and, and attacking where, where weaknesses are, man. So it kind of fit, fit my mold up to that point, man, and I loved it. Won a couple of conference championships, man. It, it was cool. I loved football. Love football. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a way of life down here for sure. So outside of karate, what hobbies do you have, man? I mean, I know it takes up a lot of your time because of the, you know, the dojo and stuff. What do you What do you do outside of fighting? Man, you know what? So um, another helped uh, start a little business called Lake Area Ventures. So kind of try to live an outdoor life as much as we can. You know, at least uh, up till this year with COVID and the hurricane, man, it's been pretty uh pretty much everything is about the gym, running, training. We'll do events to that, you know, even beach volleyball we'll go do, you know. Uh, but, you know, I'm bringing the fighters. We 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 train and, you know, we're playing hardcore for a while, even if we're not so good. You know, we're going to um, we're gonna try to apply everything into our training. Um, that's kind of where I've been, kind of in that um, headstrong going at it. I also uh, uh, teach Sunday school. They call me the preacher in karate combat. I also yep. do some youth, youth pastoring and stuff around. Um, so man, I really just jam packed my schedule. Sunday mornings I was here, Wednesday morning there, everywhere, every other time I'm at the gym. Um, so man, schedule's been pretty jam packed up until lately. Where this year, you know, I had to kind of roll with some punches, man, and change things up. But I, I'm also a new dad, so that's a that's a big hobby lately. Is just playing with yeah, my little dude. girl. I love it. That's awesome. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. You you touched on Lake Charles a little bit. Um, you know, it was it was wiped out with the hurricane at probably the worst possible time in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. Uh, you know, they announced on the broadcast, you know, you lost your whole dojo and stuff. This is a tough topic to talk about, man, but I think being from South Louisiana, 
we all can kind of, you know. Yeah, we know the storm. You know they come, you know. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, talking about South Louisiana and the rest of the South and Texas and Mississippi folks, man, just showed up, man. Just people that have been through it before, they showed up, helped out, man. And, and we didn't ask, you know, you didn't ask. They just show up, man. And a lot of that love and that community, like, hey, we've been through it. We know what you're going through. And that helps a lot, man. And just like anything in fighting in life and football, you know, you're going to take a shot going to get knocked down um it's just kind of what you do with it and i think that's what i love about martial arts that's the idea you know um we get better through the pain we, we grow stronger through the struggle even even in the word you know it's biblical you know guy you know we, we develop endurance and character through the struggle man so it's not I, i've almost as much as it's tough to, to drive around my city is still ruined you know six weeks later it's still wrecked as it will be for a year man the people have really made it awesome man and, and just seeing the the resolve of the people, just like you know, South Louisianans are. You know, um, I, I, I've enjoyed it because people are being nice to each other. It's just, I mean, I know it's a big political, you know, it's a big election coming on now, but man, the, there's no separation around here, man. We're all going through the same struggle, and so I, I've enjoyed it, even if it cost me a gym for a little while. Um, I, I've enjoyed the people kind of coming together and working, and that gives me hope in the midst of all the stress and the craziness and the the chaos of looking around and working hard and hard and hard and not really ever seeing much get done yet. Um, but it's good, man. Uh, it's it's kind of what life's about, you know, um, the tough times and what you do with them. You're absolutely right, and I like to see a silver lining in all things. Um, in 2005, you remember Hurricane Katrina as well as I do. Yeah. Um, Hurricane Katrina is the reason I met my wife, you know. Man, right on, yeah. She lived in Chalmette, and they lost everything. Um and they moved to Gonzales, actually, small world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they moved to Gonzales, and, uh, you know, that's, that's in close proximity to me, and we met. So, you know, it, it might, not, it? Go ahead, it might not look good for a lot of people right now, and a lot of things, but I think me and you both can attest to just because there's bad in your life right now doesn't mean it can't be um, a force for good later on. Absolutely, man. you gotta you got to find the blessings in it, man, absolutely. I love that. It's a good story. I like it, man. Yeah, she yeah. she she keeps me in line, you know. Yeah, I believe. She's it. actually she's a black belt in karate too, but she hasn't done it in like ten years. I told her she needs to get back into it. She's like, nah, I'm good. Right on. What's your what's your name? Shannon Lanassa was her name. Henry now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Should we so, probably cross paths as as a, as a young kid? Probably so. Girls used <laughs> to always beat me up when I was a kid, man. Girls, man. <laughs> I kick kick in the head before you even knew uh, knew about any of that. Man. No mercy. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so let's talk about karate combat a little bit, man. Um, it's oh. really it's interesting because you're fighting in a pit. Um, you've done cage fighting. Um, fighting in a pit's really an interesting. Yeah, it's unique, man. It's a, it, it feels like blood sport, you know, like a, as a kid, you know, <laughs> them kind of Lionheart type movies and crazy straight. You know, first time I saw it. I, uh, was actually the night before I fought my first fight. They went and showed us the pit, man. I couldn't even sleep the night because uh, it was just so excited. Not that that's a big change and normally before a fight, but man, it's really unique. Once, in fact, we we came. I came back and I built a little corner, so I have my, uh, two sides of a, a pit at my dojo um, where I did. Um, but and and just to kind of play around, it does kind of open up a whole little unique world of things and moves and things you have to be prepared for. Um, but I love it, man. It's just a really cool. I mean, something about just kind of being in that in a pit, man. It's just really cool. Um, but there, there's some uh, 
there's some strategy involved. There's some, you know, as 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 we grow and we learn more and spend more time in there, um, really cool because you see guys evolving, um, messing with stuff and trying new stuff out. Um, so it's been pretty cool, man. I I like it a lot. I, in fact, I probably prefer it to the the cage. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. It just you can jump off of. I'm kind of a little, you know. I think we're all kind of kids at heart. So man, kind of being, you know trying to practice your fatality moves and, you know, those things like that, man. Uh, it's pretty sweet, man. What, what kind of strategy uh, different uh, – what, what's the different strategy, I guess, I'm trying to say in the – I mean, you, you could really come off the wall a lot a lot more explosive. So where, you know, where, um, you know, you see guys like uh, Showtime Pettis, you know, coming off the fence and stuff with, with a little spring. But the angle of the, the wall really creates a lot of explosion. So you can cover some distance, get really big. Um, so big kicks off of it are live, and then also, um, so if so, there's a grounded opponent rule. So if they go down, if you take them down, five seconds. To, sorry, my little daughter is making. Uh, That's okay. Slamming on some drums. Um, but like, so if you go to the ground, you have five seconds to follow and to strike on the ground. But on the pit, if you put them back against the pit, that's not considered the ground. So you can really work a lot more ground and pounding and kind of some jumping kicks and some things like that. I've seen some pretty cool stuff that, uh, you know, we're trying out and trying to uh, initiate on high level. Right now, these guys are so so sharp, too, and so defensive-minded, as kind of karate teaches you. Um, it's tough to catch them, but the more we do it, the more exciting the the, the tricks, uh, the big-time showtime-type stuff is going to come. So, pretty neat. So, Karate Combat has this new thing that they're doing um, in post-production where they're making you fight in exotic places now did they have you fighting in like a green screen room was that what it was so man I, you know i'm not sure how much i'm i'm, I'm okay yeah liable to to explain about That's man funny. but it, it, it's definitely a that was the the biggest coolest thing about it to me um was man they, they take us around to the most the craziest locations to fight man and uh, uh you know we fought on top of the world trade center and now um again even where we're at you know i know there's some, some cool graphics that people see men but still some of the coolest places you'll ever ever fight at man um um it's pretty neat uh i don't i have to plead the fifth with all the rest of um a lot of the production of it i know i'm kind of on a on a tight rope in terms of what i can say and what i can't so have you watched the fight back yet i just saw i just saw my last fight um sunday yeah what did you think about uh, coming through the portal and stuff like that? How cool is that? It's pretty cool. So, uh, like you know, watching, watching the opening, you know, as it's coming through, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty neat, man. The way they, they kind of have it uh, all brought together, you know, as you're, as you're fighting, you know, it was a unique experience in it. But um, seeing the post-production of it, man, it's just, man, it's far outside of this world. I mean, it's, for real. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's like it gets a different feel to it, and I'm, I'm excited to see more of where they take people. Um, so I'm a pitch and I Owen, I know you're listening, bro. Me and Josh got an idea. Okay. Karate combat in New Orleans. You got a brass band in the background. We're in the French quarter. Let's do um, that. you can't you can't beat a, a situation like that, man. I hey look I'm 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 willing to plug that and try to get that going with all you can, man, 'cause I'm a I'm a big believer there's no place in the world like uh New Orleans or South Louisiana, man. That's right. Think about it. Think about it. Karate Combat, a New Orleans marching brass band in the background, tons of people around. Josh Quaghan, I think we, hey man, I think we got got the season three uh, um, finale right there. 
summed up, bro. <laughs> I like we'll, it. We'll take we'll take Owen and, and Bosch written down to uh to Cafe Dumont for some beignets and stuff. Yeah, right on. Really uh, wait on. Let's do it. Yeah. I talked to Boss man. He he also uh you know, likes New Orleans. He's telling me about a couple of his adventures there. So sure he'd like to go back too. So man, it's pretty much done, I'm sure, after this podcast. I'm sure they'll be booking those tickets and I'll just and they save money on on travel for me, you know. <laughs> Look, just come swing through Baton Rouge, and me and you will call you up, bro. Uh, <laughs> Josh, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Where can everybody find you on social media? Um, so man, just Josh Quayhagen, uh, Facebook same, um, for Instagram at Josh Quayhagen. Um, um, I think those are the only two I'm on. I'm trying to become more, um social media relevant I guess. I'm I'm, I'm kinda well, you know, I'm a I'm a coon ass here and so I'm just <laughs> learning all about technology and, and social media. So uh um but yeah man you can check me out on Instagram and Facebook and I have a Twitter but um can't remember my password so at some point <laughs> I'll get get that back rolling too. <laughs> awesome. Josh thanks for coming on the show man. I appreciate you and uh I look forward to that fight in New Orleans. Right on bro like I look forward to seeing you there man. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you coming on the show, brother. Last but not least, we are talking to Jerome Brown out of the UK. He was out and about with his family when we talked to him. There might be a little background noise, but it was still a good talk. Nonetheless, we had a lot of fun um, talking. So uh, he's animated. This one has a lot of language. If language is not your jam, uh, you can go ahead and skip. I didn't take the time and bleep it out because that's not what I do. I hope you guys enjoy it, though. This is a very entertaining section here. Yeah, man. Um, so it wasn't the greatest fight on my behalf. I took it on short notice. Um, I think it was like 12 days notice I took the fight on. Um, yeah, man. So I only had a couple of weeks to prepare for it. I took a year off as well prior right. to that. And yeah, it just wasn't... Like, I'm not even proud of the performance, to be honest. Like Looking <laughs> at it, it was decent. It was decent for the time off I had, but I don't know, man. It just wasn't great. And obviously, the ending wasn't great either. <laughs> the right. ending was just like a nightmare, mate. It was a proper nightmare of a fight. Uh, yeah, yeah no. You know, you won the fight by split decision. It was close. Yeah. Ibrahim, I mean, he's, he's fought karate combat quite a few times. He, he's yeah, been there, yeah. you know. Um, I know you weren't happy with the performance, but dang, man, it was a fun fight nonetheless. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good, man. It was good. Like, I had to change my game plan fucking day before the fight, you come in overweight, like, 82.5 kilos, like, 18 pounds overweight. It was just ridiculous. So I changed my game plan. I, I was going to stand and bang with him, make him miss and punish him. But the way he come overweight, I was like, look, I've got to avoid this guy at all costs, mate. Like, I was like, I look You know what I mean? So I was just like, I gotta pick him off and move because uh, this guy is gonna knock me out. Like it was like a, it was like a strategy on his behalf coming overweight. Like so, yeah. obviously I just had to change the game plan, just move, hit and move, make him miss. Yeah, it worked well, but it was just the ending that ruined it, man. So, for those who don't know you, Jerome, what what what? How did you start fighting karate? Because you've been doing it for a while. Uh, yeah, I've been doing it. I've been competing since I'm seven years old. So, um, oh no, actually younger than that. I think I started when I was like five. I've done like a week, a week of karate when I was like five, and then I stopped doing it because the instructor died. And then, um, then we returned to the same dojo, 
and there was a new instructor called um, Andy Michelides, and we started training alongside him. And like in a matter of months, we started competing. I was, when I say we, that, that's my brother as well. Yeah. I was seven at the time, he was nine. And we started competing, yeah, I was just winning. Ever since then, I just was addicted to it, man. Then I fell out of love with it when I was like six, I like sport karate, I wasn't really into it. There was no funding or no sponsorship or nothing, and it was at the right. highest level as well. Fighting at the highest level, and I wasn't seeing no rewards or anything or like, I wasn't even getting free fucking free mitts and shit. Like we had to pay to we had to pay pay to fight for England. It didn't make sense. So I was like, fuck this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And obviously, 16 is at the age where you have to um, we have to start working and you start figuring out how much things cost and whatnot. So I was like, I can't even do this to my dad no more. Like this is ridiculous. That like, paying I have to go to like fucking one international a month. Uh, it's just the cost was just too much like a rich man sport you ain't got sponsorship it's definitely a rich man sport it's like tennis or sport like that man. so So I just fell out of love with it Um, so I start so so I had my son when I was quite young when I was 18 Um, this is what made me start training and getting back into fighting Um, I had my son he was he was premature he was three and a half months premature he was like fucking miracle baby yeah, and yeah. I was just chilling in the hospital room one time, and then I was watching this um, TV channel called Spike, and then I think it was a UC MMA fight going on, and I'm looking at the guys, and I'm like, I can batter these guys. Uh, I need to start. <laughs> I need to jump in the cage. <laughs> I was thinking, even out of shape, like not trained in years, like, I can actually take these guys out. So I was like, as soon as my son's out of hospital, I was like, I'm gonna sign up to an MMA gym and just just crack on. So yeah, as soon as he got out of hospital, he recovered. It was a nightmare in hospital. Anyway, he had fucking pneumonia like twice. Yikes. The first week he was alive, he had pneumonia. I didn't, didn't think he was going to survive. He had heart surgery. It was just a... He's healthy now, though. He's right here now. What's up, dude? See him, he's his mum there. Say hello, Taylor. Hey. Yeah, look at him now. Yeah, when he, when he, when he come out, he was see-through. Like. Look at him now. He's massive. Like. He's got no problems, no health issues. Yeah, he's a strong boy. He's going to be a future fight. He's going to be a future champion. Trust me. I love it. I've got him in training already, mate. I've got that <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, so yeah, I joined the MMA gym called Urban Kings. I started doing a bit of wrestling and jiu-jitsu. I wasn't really into the wrestling and jiu-jitsu. I got into that. Then I was, um, then I had a fight booked and then I twisted my knee. My knee was fucked. So I took a year off, a year off training. Then I started training again. Then I was like, yeah, I'm going to take another fight. And then karate combat called. Well, some guy suggested me for, to fight for karate combat. And I was thinking, what is this league? Like, this ain't real. <laughs> karate combat, like, who made this up? Like, they sent me a load of contracts and whatnot. I was like, no, this can't be real. Like, someone's pulling my leg. And then, yeah, like, they booked me a fight in, in Miami. And I was thinking, I still didn't believe it. I still didn't quite believe it. And I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't even train for it, to be honest. I didn't even train for the fight. I thought, yeah. That was when you fought like, Pedro, huh? And it, Yeah, yeah. And then and it creeped up. It was, yeah, yeah. And then it creeped up. It was like, it was like two weeks before the fight. And my dad was like, are you doing this fight or not? Like, I'm like, yeah, I think it's real. Like, I was like, I think it's real. I need to start training. But I was, I, was, I was training before that, but I wasn't training specifically for a fight. I was just training. Train, you, know, you know what I mean? Right. Then I was like, shit, like, I actually want to go to Miami. I was kind of broke at the time as well. I've got a kid. You know how it gets like, when you've got a kid and that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't be flying out to Miami. Like. And I thought, fuck it. Do you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do it. Like. 
And then, yeah, I started training like a maniac for two weeks. Flew out there and, yeah, had a good fight with Pedro. Pedro's tough, though. He's a tough, tough kid. Like, even yeah. though it looked pretty easy for me, it wasn't easy in there. Like, I made it look mm-hmm. easy, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. The slightest, man. He's a tough, tough kid, man. He took some good shots, gave some good shots. You know what I mean? You've even seen... Did you see his last fight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his last he's fight. Was, he's a tough guy. And I gave him them. I gave him them three rounds as well. I don't know how... How that went to a draw, but right. yeah, man, he is—he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, so I beat Pedro, and it just went from there, man. You mentioned you'd, you'd considered hopping into MMA. Is that still something on the docket for you? Are you happy with uh? Yeah, like I gotta get back to full health and whatnot. But yeah, hopefully that's on the that's on the um, list of things to do, man. Yeah, what hopefully. Wait, what anyway. way do you uh, fight at? Um, what weight? So I, I, right about now, I weigh about, literally, before that, um, I'm right about now, how much do I weigh right now? When's the last time I weighed myself? About two weeks ago, I was 85 kilos. So I'm quite a heavy 75 or mm-hmm. I'm like one of the heaviest in the category and one of the tallest as well. All right. I'm so, quite big, but what weight's my, my comfortable weight, to be honest? So let me pitch you this. You and Stylebender, Karate Combat, how's that go down? Oh, karate combat. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a good fight. It'll be a good fight. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it will be a good fight. Uh, I'll have to train hard for that one. You know what I'm saying? He's got a lot of experience and whatnot. But it would be a good fight. I'm not going to lie. We've both got a good kind of style. You know what I mean? Like I can fight all ways as well. I don't just fight like on the back foot. I can fight aggressive. I can stand in the pocket. Yeah. I can do it all, really. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man, it'll be a good fight. He's a bit heavier than me, though, and a bit taller than yeah. me. <laughs> but, that- yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll have it with anyone. Trust me, like, get anyone in front of me. I'll have a tear up with them. Like, it doesn't matter who they are. They can be fucking Cain Velasquez, fucking <laughs> Francis Nin Tyson, mate. I'll fight them. Like, I swear to God, I've got, I've got mental problems. I swear. I'll fight anyone. <laughs> You'll have Matthew fighting Ganyu, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It'll probably knock me out in a second, but I'll still have a go at him. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll still bite his ankles. <laughs> So let me ask you this: Karate Combat, you've done it before, and then you you, you did it in yeah. a new season. Um, what was yeah. it like watching your fight post production? I'm assuming you watched your fight back. What was it like watching it with all the uh, the special effects added and stuff? That had to have been awesome, huh? Yeah, it was good. It was good. But you know what? Yeah, that fight it's just it's just it wasn't pleasant for me to watch. It was good. Yeah, it was it was it was alright. But I just didn't. Even though I won and that, I just didn't enjoy it. Like, look at me at the end. I was lifeless, man. That's not a good way to see yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Especially for my family and that as well at home. Like, they knew what happened to me anyway, but fucking just a bit hard seeing myself like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm usually so strong as well. Like, like my memory and everything. I'm like iron, but fucking... Like, I'm emotionless as well. Like, when I get into a fight and I'm emotionless, I don't show no fear, no nothing. But seeing myself all weak and limp like that is hard, man. It's like a defeat in itself, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I got my hand raised, yeah, it's all good, but my health wasn't good, you know what I'm saying? That's more important than any win, you know what I mean? So, I don't really see it as a... I won the fight, I know I won the fight. Clearly, I won the fight. You can see technically and skill-wise, I'm much better than that fucking Abdullah bald cunt. But... Yeah, I don't like him either, man. I proper don't like him. Like, the kid ain't got no respect. Like, he coming overweight. And after that all happened to me, no matter what happened to my opponent, if they end up in hospital, I'm going to message them and see if they're okay. The guy didn't even message me to see... You know what I'm saying? He's just right. like... Even he posted something the other day about, oh, 
some bullshit anyway. Like he, he literally hit me three times in the fight. Like I've watched the fight over. He hit me three times. That's averaging once each round. He hit me. You know what I'm saying? Like he kicked me. Yeah. I think I lost you, Jerome. I'm gonna call you right back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it wasn't. He's going on like he like he beat my ass. He didn't beat my ass. He hit me three times in the fight, and he didn't have me rocked once as well. That's the thing that. Like, deluded me I'm telling you like if he can think he won that fight then I don't know what's wrong with him like that was my own body shutting down he didn't he did not inflict none of that upon me right. if you know what I mean it was just so, for exhaustion and lack of preparation are you open to running it back so you can knock him out I'll run it back yeah if my body gets back to full health I'll run it but I'll run it back with him any time mate I feel to go to fucking I feel to go to New York now if I if I could fly to New York I got visa issues because something happened in Miami but if I could fly to New York now I'll fly to New York go to his coffee shop and smash up his old coffee shop the way he's going on I won't even do it in a pit I'll just go to his coffee shop and smash him up do it that way bro like I wouldn't wait for Karate Combat to sign the thing and all that like why would I give him a rematch if the guy can't even make weight like that's disrespect 18 pounds that's unheard of in the sport of fighting 18 pounds overweight I've never I've never heard of that before and I've never heard of an athlete accepting a fight that opponent's 18 pounds overweight so I, I probably won't give him a rematch but if he wants a rematch I'll go to his coffee shop and smash a fucking mug over his head like that's 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 what I feel to do. I don't have visa issues. I swear to God on my life, I'll go on a shopping trip to New York and go to that coffee shop and smash a mug right over his head. That's what I'll do. Jerome, I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying with that. I proper don't like the kid. Have you ever have you ever considered the reason you have visa issues is because you threatening to go smash a mug over somebody's head overseas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, partly to do with that, but yeah, that was a whole <laughs> next thing, man. That was a whole next issue in Miami, man. Like after the fucking Pedro fight, I don't even know if I should be talking about it, but fuck it, why not? After the Pedro fight, I was on the beach, like smoking a bit of weed and that, and then I just got nicked three days in fucking Miami County jail or some bullshit. Uh, Miami. Miami, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was legal. I thought America was legal to smoke weed. I was like, yeah, I'm in Miami, bitch. Like, <laughs> I just want to fight. I'm smoking some weed. And then, yeah, three days in jail. Great. Like, great times, mate. It's just my luck, like, I swear down. My life is full of ups and downs, mate. There's never, I can never get a win without a loss in right. my life. Like, even with the Abdullah fight, like, I won the fight, but I took a loss as well. You know what I'm saying? There's never. Yeah. I never just I never just win in life. Everything comes fucking hard for me, man. It's just annoying, but that's just how life is, you know. So when are we gonna see you fight again? Hope, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Like, ho I'm hoping so soon, man. I got a few health issues to sort out, but hopefully real soon I'll be fighting, man. What about Sooner the than later. 2021? I'm not on that. I'm not on that point fighting thing. Like, if I, no. I'm not doing no more point fighting. Like, the next guy yeah. that yeah. try point fight, man, I'm gonna knock them spark out. Like, I ain't on this, this tip for tap. And it's, it's a very hard sport as well. It's not a sport you can just in and out, in and out. Yeah. It, it's so much about timing and, and you know what I'm saying. I think karate combat's a bit easier than point fighting. Like the the technical aspect of it is right. so hard, so hard. Compete on that level. You have to be doing it like for at least like three years, competing, doing competitions every month and internationals and that. And it's just it's just a lot, man. I I don't think I could do it personally. That right now I, I ain't got the commitment to do point fighting. If I still had the love for it, I reckon I could go to the Olympics. But because the love's lost, it's gonna be hard to to compete at that level. If you That's know what fair. I mean.
That's fair. And that's I an guess. honest that's a, that's an honest thing for me to say, you know. Usually I say, yeah, I could do this, I could do that. But honestly, being honest with myself, like, it, it's a high, high level, that shit, man. It's high, high level. Like, proper high level. Like, my friend Joe Kellaway, he's um trying for the Olympics at the moment. He's on the GB team. And he works so hard for this, man. It's just like... And looking at him work that hard, I'm just like, bloody yo, I can't do that, man. That's like... That's hard work, brother. <laughs> that's proper hard work. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm into real fighting. I'm not really into point fighting no more, man. Yeah. That was like when I was younger. Cool. It was fun when I was younger. But if there's no money involved, I'm not involved. I like it. Do you know what I mean? If there's sponsorship in that, like, I love karate. I'll do it. But there's no sponsorship. There's nothing. You know what I mean? And it's only now. It's only from recent where they where they said, oh, it's the Olympic sport and all this malarkey, like, so... And yeah. and what what is the Olympics anyway? Some bullshit anyway, really, that like, what? Like, if you don't win gold, you're not going to get nothing from the Olympics, I'm telling uh-huh. you. Like, maybe if you win silver and you're a golden child from before the Olympics, yeah, you, you get the publicity and you get the money for the campaigns and whatnot. But if you don't win nothing and you train all your life... um going towards the Olympics and you lose and you don't get nothing even if you get a bronze you get a pat on the back and that's all you get really so it's a hard it's a hard road to go down you know that it's something that I like mate I commend any athlete that goes into the Olympics man it's fucking hard work it's hard work I've competed at that level and I know how hard it is like you know what I mean but it's not for me man it's not all right, Jerome. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the next fight, man. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Where can everybody find you on social media? Um, Big Romeo 95, Jerome Pro Fitness. Um, yeah, man. I've only really got Instagram at the moment. I ain't really been doing the social. I'm not really good at social media and all That's that. Okay. Like I'll, 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 yeah, I'll post a pic like here and there, but I'm not really good at taking selfies like some of these fighters. But <laughs> it's all good, man. Well, look, I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the next fight. And uh, I, I pitched a fight in New Orleans to Quay Hagen earlier. And yeah, yeah. You got to get on the card. You got to get on the card. We'll party. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely. As soon as I get my visa sorted out, I swear down, if I come to America, bro. No mugs over anybody's head. <laughs> hey, listen, if I go to New York, I can't promise that, mate. <laughs> hey, see that guy with no eyebrows, bro? I swear down, I'm going to take him out next time I see him, man. No, do you know what it is? There's no bad blood, yeah? Like, I'm not one of them guys that carry blood like hate people and all this but see when someone's seriously got a serious health condition and you're trying to like take the piss out of them like it's a joke where when I could have died you know what I mean and it wasn't if it if he punched me in my face and he like killed me and he took the piss I wouldn't really care to be honest you know what I mean because you you inflicted that upon me like when I get in there I'm trying to kill kill my opponent as well to be honest with that but he didn't do any of that like I don't know what he's looking at what kind of fight he was looking at kicked me in the head twice and he gave me a left hook like well done you know what I mean like, it's not that it's not that big of a deal like I was I was fucking fighting at less than 50% like, like come on mate Coming overweight and that—it's nothing to be proud of. The guy's a, the guy's a proper funny kid, man. He's a donut kid. That's why he's serving coffees in in New York. <laughs> Drone, <laughs> take it easy, brother. I'm All out. Right. Right, enough love, man. Speak to you Later, soon, bro. Man. All right, sweet, brother. Sweet. Thank you to Jerome, and thank you to Josh, and thank you to Craig. And thank you to Owen Phillips and Karate Combat for setting all this up for me. They were really, really, really just fantastic to talk to. And I, I enjoyed it. I really did. It was fun. So 
yeah, I appreciate them coming and on the show and talking with me, and I look forward to more karate combat in the future. I hope you guys like karate because it's coming. Uh, so make sure you get at these guys on social media. It really helps them out. So guys, I'm going to be gone. Till next time. Later. Thanks again to everyone who listened to this episode. Please drop a sub and a review on your podcast um, app. It is great for the channel. You can also follow us on social media. Blaine Henry TFL and Fight Library underscore on Twitter. Instagram, you can follow us at Fight Library News for all, everything except for boxing, which is TFL Boxing. YouTube, the Fight Library. Facebook, the Fight Library. And the Fight Library Boxing. Twitch, Fight Library. Also, check out the website, fight-library.com, where we post more than just what you hear here. Um, we have interviews from everywhere around the world in many different languages so you can get the best martial arts in the world. Also, don't forget to check out Swamp Stank, the best band in the world. Their new EP is out. They graduated from a single to EP. Their new EP, Swamp Stank, self-titled, is out on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to music. Anyways, thank you all for listening. I'm out. Later.